Hey, thanks for checking out the Permanent Time Off podcast. I'm your host, Koji Krill. Today you'll hear from Riley Hoy and what it's like to work under Slave Driver Rick. We appreciate your support at the Eavesdrop Network and uh, hope that you check out some of the other podcasts that are available. You can go to jizz.biz, which will redirect you to the website. It's the dumber, funner way to get there. Today with me, I have Riley Hoy. Um an applicant here for the job of being a guest on the podcast. Um, how are you doing? Well, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Got a few interview questions for you. Find out your work history and then we'll see if you've got what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so if I hired you, what would disappoint me the most about you? Definitely my uh, lack of leadership. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want you to take my job, so that's perfect. That's good. Dry hump or wet hump? Wet hump. Wet hump. Okay. Wet hump. Dry hump, what's the point? Yeah, really. There's chafing? Oh, God, no. Yeah, you need some kind of lubricant, uh, whether it's pee or whatever yeah, it may be. Right. It just has to be some kind of liquid there. Exactly. Um, if you were a brand, uh, what would be your motto? Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, uh, if, uh, if I gave you $2,000, how would you double it in 24 hours? I would go to a casino and put it on 26 black. On a roulette table. Has that paid off for you before? Yes, I once won, I once I once put fifteen dollars on that, and I won like three hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I uh, I just lose uh, the respect. Or of my I would life. just put it on black because then you can double it. Right. Yeah. 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 But if I lose it, oh my gosh. Well, then then you're scrambling. Yeah. Then it's then it's body parts. You're selling you're selling limbs. Right. Yeah. Any anything to get the four grand though. Yeah. Right. I, I would do whatever it takes. I mean, even if I lost it all, I would start hooking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's probably the quickest way. Is... Yeah, I'm a self-starter. <laughs> From the ground up. How would you get rid of a body? Okay, so I've been playing a lot of Red Dead. And <laughs> one of my favorite ways to get rid of a body in that game is to feed it to pigs. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what... It's like on Guy Ritchie movies, right? They like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like pigs will eat them. So I think that... Uh, I, don't, I, have, I'm not, I don't know where a good pig farm would be. Yeah, I think I would do that, or just like a dumpster, just a classic dumpster. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows where yeah, that body yeah, came from? It yeah, could be, it yeah. could be. It could have been anybody. Well, um, I've got the van, so um, sure, pretty easy, easy loading and unloading. So that's good. What's the weirdest thing you've ever smoked weed out of? <laughs> a potato. <laughs> a potato. Yeah, very once, Idahoan. Yeah, I once hollowed out a potato. I had nothing else. I just had weed, so I uh, hollowed out a potato. <laughs> And smoked a bit. Fat and I smoked taters. I smoked through it way longer than I should. That's like a one and done situation. <laughs> yeah. I had it for like a week and a half. <laughs> Just like starting to grow other potatoes out of the holes. Well no, it's flavorful. You get like a little bit of like that umami, you know. No, no you don't. <laughs> Ew. Um I I'll have to try that though. So it does season though, like over time. Oh it, it does. It and it wrinkles and it molds and it's great. <laughs> Perfect. It's good for your lung health. Good. Yeah, I would assume wet, damp potato dust. But I think also a pen, like classic pen, we would just like take a metal pen mm. and uh, do that. Um, I, I think the weird, I know this isn't, these are questions for you, but I have to answer. Um, I smoked off of a soldering iron once. Oh my God. Uh, like how? Uh, it, just heat, it just heats up, right? Right. And then I just like, it was like, like, like a, like knife, a knife hit. hit. Like yeah. a knife hit, but uh, with more chemicals involved. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've smoked out of a light bulb. Uh, oh, classy. Just like, you know, yeah. crack style. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then I've made multiple bongs out of lightsabers. Uh, Holy like shit. Toys and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. I kind of am like MacGyver 
Stoner but, engineering. But, but more dumb. Yeah, stoner engineering. Yeah. Let's see here. What other questions do I have for you? How does the internet work? In your own words. <laughs> How does the internet work? Uh, from what I understand, it's a collection of computers uh, designed to make people angry at each other. Uh, and as far as I can tell, it's pretty good at that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you nailed it. That is the internet in a nutshell. Where have you worked? Like, what's your what's your work history? Um, I worked uh, when I was in high school. I got my first job at a, a Thai restaurant as a dishwasher delivery driver, and then I worked there for about a year. Also served, bust, did everything. Nice. Yep. Um, I also worked at the Uptown Cafe in Butte, Montana. Also a restaurant. Also bust and served there. So you've you've got an expertise. Yeah, got... I've only ever worked in restaurants. <laughs> yeah, that's a career. That's a career path. Yes, that yeah, you've absolutely. Laid out for yourself. Um, and I've done volunteering uh, at like boys and girls clubs. Yeah. Uh, and also right now I work at Solid Grill and Bar yeah. in Boise, Idaho. Nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> Eat there. There's food. You know what? I uh, I invited you here, and usually we have two guests. Yeah. And. Uh, you told me you could bring the heat. I, you know, I did. I did say that. So I want to make sure uh, that that that's true. You've got the heat. I've got before. the heat. Okay. Uh, I've got a jug of it in my car for wintertime. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you a chance. You're hired on. You're officially a guest now. Okay. Um, so let's hear the sizzle. Thank God, because I still have an hour left on the meter. So <laughs> I wasn't planning on leaving. <laughs> you just sit here anyways. Okay. Um... So the way I got to my first job, do you want to just go into this? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so my buddy started there doing delivery driving. Okay. He's like, I'm making so much money. You need to work here. Plus, they're hiring another guy. So I uh, literally go in to fill out an application. I like halfway through filling it out. And who now I, who now I know is Rick. Come out. He, he's the owner of the restaurant. Okay. He, he stepped out and was like, come this way. And I was like, okay. And he follows me and asks me like, hey, can you count? Can you do math? Can you, like, can you, you know, if you add up number, can you do that in your head? <laughs> can like, you count change back, basically? Are you dumb as hell or not? Yeah. Right. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. What my schedule is like. Well, I'm a student, so I can't work, you know, days and weekends. I'll do those. Uh, that So, we, you know, we got all that together. What was interesting to me is like, so right next door to this restaurant, there's this gig, not gigantic, but a big old purple house, right? Right. Uh, and it's painted like the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Like the purple and, and the yellow. purple and gold, like yeah, gold, with yeah. the gold tram purple house. I nailed it. I know nothing about yeah, sports. But, neither do but, I. <laughs> and I go in there, and the entire room is just covered in Vikings memorabilia. memorabilia. Yeah. yeah, like bunch of stuff. Um, he's wearing a gold chain. He looked like very Miami Vice, uh, you know, like big like aviator style uh, eyeglasses. He sits down. I sit in this tiny little chair in his corner office, tiny little office, and and he just lits, he lights up a cigarette in his office. <laughs> And starts smoking, and uh, he's like, this isn't going to bother you. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I can't say that. Yeah, I want your money. Yeah, so exactly. You uh, do what you want, You do what you want. And it really weirded me out because I'd never seen someone smoke indoors before. Cause yeah, it's like, kind of like an inherently dirty It is, especially thing. in a restaurant. Yeah, unless it's crack, and then it's like... Right, then yeah. it's like it's better for the environment yeah. that way. Where else, where else should you do it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he starts smoking, and I'm like, I start noticing like the entire, all the walls like were white at one point, <laughs> like a, a a ceiling tile in a smoker's lounge in a in yeah. an airport, and then like they replace one, and it's like white, and it's like, well, that's what they all used to look like. Holy shit! <laughs> just just a hint at the history of the, yeah, of the exactly. Building. 
It just looks like the filter of a cigarette. So I started working there in like 2014, mm-hmm. uh, and it had been open since like 99, 96, um, and I'm sure he had never painted it since. <laughs> so, you know, 20 years of good smoke uh, in the room. Uh, the first thing that uh, I noticed was, so this Thai restaurant, this guy is super white. I had n- I've never seen him eat Asian food before. Just didn't, just uh, no, didn't like, didn't not like a fan it. of it. Yeah. He would just like, he would like, he would bring home, he would bring meatloaf from home and eat meatloaf every day <laughs> with ketchup or like a steak and potatoes, like very like st- meat and potatoes kind of guy. That's Asian though. Was it? That's a- Asian fusion, I think. Okay. If you put ketchup on it. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, my mistake. <laughs> and I, I ended up realizing like this guy was, you know, like there was a high turnover. Right. Um, because... The only guy that had been working there the longest was the other dishwasher, the main guy, the guy that worked there weekdays. Right. And he was like a meth head kind of guy. Yeah, a little Look, sketchy. Yeah, a little, a little sketchy. sketchy. Very yeah. nice guy. He looked exactly like the guy that shot up Sandy Hook, if you want to look that up. <laughs> Perfect. I'll Google yeah, that. Yeah, Google that. That's what he looked like. Anyway, so he asked me all these questions. Uh, I, end up, I ended up working at the other location because there's two locations, which I didn't realize at the time. And his wife works at the other one. And she's like four foot nothing <laughs> and tiny little Asian woman. And she would wear, she's from Thailand, and she would wear like fur coats and smoke uh, Marlboro Menthol 100s in the <laughs> restaurant. I remember this one time we had the uh, health inspection come in. Yeah. And he came into the, the uptown location and was like, oh, yeah, everything looks good here. This is great. You guys are keeping up. But you cannot smoke in the restaurant she's like okay okay i know no i won't know i won't smoke anymore <laughs> and uh after he left i'm like am i'm so sorry man you can't smoke in the restaurant anymore and she looks at me like what are you talking about <laughs> she pulls out a cigarette and she's like oh he no come back till next year and lights up a cigarette so you now got a whole year of smoking. yeah she's got a whole year to do it but what, what i ended up like finding out was like all of the the people that all the chefs were from southeast asia Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like, authentic. Yeah. No. Like, like the food was great, and all of the recipes were Am's recipes from her like family. And then she had opened up a restaurant. I think I want to say like Portland, Seattle, something like that, and mm-hmm. then moved to Idaho. Had a family and that sort of thing, uh, and married Rick. Uh, a wonderful choice. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And it was so funny. He had like these like just like smoker teeth. Like uh, like if he sneezed too hard, they'd all fall out. You know what I mean? <laughs> That is the most disgusting And just the picture. most menacing face. Uh, what he would do is he would buy two cases of Coors Light bottles to sell. And then when we, we didn't sell that ever. Right. If we were selling alcohol, it'd be like Thai beer. Right? Yeah. Uh, or wine. Or like a Sapporo, even though it's not Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but then he would like, so he would drink one of them throughout the week and then take the other one home. So he'd get like pissed drunk and he would come out and like start picking fights while I was cleaning. And one time I watched a waitress clean up a spill with a napkin instead of using a towel and he fired her on the spot. Because like like a cloth napkin though? Yeah, like no, no, it was like a paper napkin. Oh, okay. He, it was, it was a, a disposable going Yeah, it was to a be disposable thrown. napkin. Uh, and he's like, those cost too much money. Get out of here. And don't come back. <laughs> like just fires people like this on like on like this. And yeah. so I mean I mean it was it was nerve-wracking because I, you know, I didn't know if he liked me or anything like that. Super sketchy. Uh, this one time I served this table, and it was this two tatted-up people. Yeah. Just face tattoos, everything, and they had a kid, you know, to get, like, a chair for him. And then all of a sudden, they're like, we're waiting for people that are joining us. And then, like, three meth heads come in, and they're like, we're joining people. And I'm like, well, I doubt that you're with these people. <laughs> and they were, right? Oh, yeah. So they go, and they sit in the back. 
And then one of the, the head chefs saw them and like put their order at the top. So I'm like, okay, who are these people? Ooh, this is these are these are the the baddies. These of are the yeah, story. They, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And basically what I found out is that he would use his restaurant as like a place for people to deal drugs. Oh yeah. like a safe haven. Yes, for... exactly. So what happened was is I was I was taking I was going to go water the table with a hose. No, I had <laughs> to make a picture, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, and I come around and I and I and I see like they're like passing around an envelope. I'm like, oh it's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, I was getting cards. And then all of a sudden, there's like a giant bag of pills on the table, an envelope with just st a stack of $100 bills. <laughs> and then like blue, like meth, like crystals. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> I was so I've, terrified. I've seen too much. Like I've, I've seen, seen a drug deal go on and, and he totally is like putting this on, right? Right. Just kind of like kind of sketchy. But it's like I was saying, all the chefs were from Thailand and... Or like Laos, Cambodia, Myanmar. And what I found out is like they were being paid way less than they should be. Like they were being paid like maybe $4 an hour. Uh, and they were working like 12 to 16 hours a day. Was it one of the kickback situations? Where it's what like, do you mean? Like where they write off that they're paying their employees X amount of money. Oh, yeah. No, but... it's a total scam. Yeah. Uh, so he would do that and then he would have, he, he would not pay him. And then he would take money because he owned the Purple House. Yeah. And that's where the chefs lived. Was in the Vikings. Was in the Vikings house. house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. He would pay them under the table cash, less than they should. And also he would take money out of that to pay for rent, which is also illegal. Right. In the state of Idaho. Uh, is it legal in other states? I don't think so. <laughs> I only know Idaho <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bunch of like weird shit like that. And it sucked because like he treated them very poorly. And he would make them cry all the time and just like yelling at him. Yeah. When you're when your boss is your landlord and your livelihood. Yeah, exactly. You're you're And it fucked. sucks because also like they're making more money regardless than they would in Thailand. And making more money than you. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I actually made okay money. I was making five dollars an hour plus tips. Oh, okay. Did you feel bad about that? Did you ever try and like kick back tips to these people? I we I did. I tipped them all out. Oh good. Um but I also did other things for him because we had Sundays off and I would take him grocery shopping. Yeah. And like they would send all their money to their families because like they didn't have any way to spend money because they also lived right next to their work and they didn't have any vehicles. Like they. Yeah. And they would eat at the restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was kind of like sketchy and it was really sad um, doing all this. But one day I went out on a delivery. Right. Yeah. And I go, I was just to the bank downtown. It's not very far. And I pull up and I, because I just go through the drive through like I'm depositing a check. Yeah. It's like, here's the Thai food. Can it fit in the, 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 <laughs> the box? Put it through the pneumatic yeah, tube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. Some noodles flying yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> she might going to have to clean that. Um, no, so like in the box and, they, and then I come back and then all of a sudden there's a shit ton of dishes in the dish pit. And I'm like, why are there all, and these kind of look clean, but they just look dirty. And all of a sudden I look up and the entire ceiling has caved in. <laughs> above half of the kitchen. Like what happened was a water cooler had been leaking. Oh. It got the insulation and wet and it just collapsed Oof. all over. So everything needed to be washed. And I was like, Rick, you should probably take a picture for your insurance company or whatever. Cause he was like already trying to fix it. And I'm like, don't touch it. Just take a picture yeah. and call your insurance. And Rick was like, don't ever talk to me without <laughs> right, me talking no. to you first. <laughs> uh, and he's smoking a cigarette. I'm like, shit, that might be flammable. And what happened was is we were, it was working and, and we had like four tables out there and then like the head server, the, the floor manager was like, hey, I'm going to tell people that they need to leave. We can't serve food like this. 
And he says, fuck it, we're serving food. In with like with asbestos. asbestos everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. And I have to clean it all up. Like I'm like have to sweep and I would wash every plate, every spoon, every 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 dish in the entire place. I had to wash that day. Oof. And he was but like, no, no, I can't afford to take a day off. I can't do it. Like you make your money through other means. What yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it's it's bullshit. He also was an idiot. He he had like he wore a bunch of gold. He invested all of his money in gold when it was really high. Perfect. Yeah. So and, he cut all of his, his yeah, money. So he like... lost all of it. <laughs> And he would get stupid drunk and watch Vikings games, and he'd have money on it. Like, he once lost $3,000 on a game, a uh, football game that he had money on. I'm like, why would you bet? Like, why, would, why wouldn't you just bet against the Vikings? Like, you, you know their record, right? <laughs> you have all of the proof in yeah. your house. You know how bad they are right now. Actually, I think they did pretty good last season. I don't follow football. The, the, the shit that, that really fucked with me is how mean he was to all these people and how little leniency he would for like if they took time off or kind of thing like that right and at one point they wanted to get a car and he wanted to get a, a uh his name was so i'll just give you the names gal was the head chef mm-hmm. um i looked at his license uh, or his passport that's not his real name <laughs> <laughs> his real name is 29 letters long uh they're all different um i don't know how i don't know where no those vowels. extra three yeah. came from yeah <laughs> and he he's a head chef and then there was noi and she she did like appetizers and like sides and stuff mm-hmm. And then the second chef was, what was his name? Tim? We called him Tim, Tim. but <laughs> his name was not Tim. It was like, uh, I don't remember. Damn, <laughs> that makes me feel bad. Oh, Peteb. His name was Peteb. Oh, yeah. We just called him Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I see where you would get Tim out of that. Annoy. Anyway, they were great. Uh, but we had Sundays off, and it, it was like one Sunday. It happened to be Easter Sunday. We were going to go to Sun Valley mm-hmm. and take him on a trip. And I don't know if you've ever taken a, uh, a carload of Asian people on vacation, but they act I, I exactly was... how you think they would. <laughs> I, I have very Americanized family, but uh, yeah, I, I've been in a car with a bunch of Asian people and uh, uh, just on family trips with my family. And uh, Oh, we had to stop every five minutes to take a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like... First time they saw a mountain, they were like, we have to stop. I'm like, we're going to get to the ski hill. It's a much bigger mountain. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. Yeah. You just... Just one second. So we had we only got to do like half the things that we had planned on, yeah. but it was so much fun. But it was so it was so hard hurting these people. Yeah. Because they don't. Uh, it's hard for them to eat because they don't read English. So like they mostly like if they go out they go to like a buffet. Right. But we took them out to this uh, this restaurant in Sun Valley, and they all were like eating. It was weird. Like they ate their food so they eat it differently. Like they don't. Like they they mix it all together, and it's like this it's, big mess. Yeah, of exactly. Just everything. And they, we had a great time. We come back the next day, and I was working Monday. My boss, he was just pissed drunk, and he's like, how dare you give them an idea of what it's like out there and, and take them on trips. You cannot hang out with them outside of work anymore. You can't be friends with them. I don't want you talking to them in downtime. You need to be in the front, and, and, and you only talk to them when you're taking orders. That is so depressing. No, it's fucked up. That's super fucked up. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's, I have these people trained. Mm-hmm. To not want anything else, and you've shown them a small mm. touch of freedom. Yeah, and uh, you've, you're going to ruin this entire operation. Yeah, so it's like your uh, operation shouldn't exist. No, fuck, it, fuck it, it's business. horrible. <laughs> and and at that moment, I took off my apron and I walked out. And I've never walked out of a job before. Yeah, and well, it was, it was really, also your first job. It was my first job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, st- I haven't done that since. since okay. And I and I don't plan on it because it's it's a fucked up thing to do. Right. You don't want to just like. 
Because you don't, you don't know the boss. You don't want to. Yeah, no, I wasn't fucking him over when I walked out. I was fucking up my coworkers. Yeah. They had to pick up all my shifts in the meantime while they could get someone in. Exactly. Um, which I mean, I didn't even realize that at the time, but also it was like I was so upset because they were my friends. Yeah. And uh, oh, he's horrible. That was bad. What would you say to Rick if he was listening right now? Um, I would say good luck with the cancer because. <laughs> <laughs> He has lung cancer now. <laughs> I just found that out. Oh, that's really, really horrible. But it is also, horrible. Like, but fuck like, that guy. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. Um, and it was the weirdest thing because he was like the most racist person. But he was in a he was married to a Thai woman, and they liked each other. It was weird. Like I thought maybe it was like a mail order thing because I'd never really seen him in the same room before. Right. And then like she would come over. Like sometimes when it was like really busy, like on holidays, she would come and she would lead the kitchen. And she would like you know expedite things. Yeah. Uh, because she can, she's the most bilingual of all of them. Yeah. And so she came in and was in doing all that stuff. Uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying. God damn it. <laughs> Just the uh, Rick and and her. How? Oh yeah. So I, they would they would like and they would interact together and they would like kiss like passionately. Like she was into it and I'm like this is disgusting. Uh, but the best part of working there was when he well one time he had his teeth taken out right to get dentures. Okay. And he was out for a week. <laughs> yeah. And then in that downtime, he was building a um, uh, man cave in his basement. Very right? cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That was like the thing to do in 2014 was man caves. Big. They TV shows about it, you know. M- man chasms. Yeah, yeah, anything. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it was all, you know. And he, he had this, he bought this like, you know, vintage Frigidaire, you know, like this old fridge. Right. The one that looks like a Buick right, car exactly. handle and all that shit. Yeah. Like very fancy fridge. And he's taking it down a flight of stairs backwards and it falls on top of him <laughs> and it crushes his back oh but and it, when i found out about that i pissed my pants laughing <laughs> just i'm just visualizing it him trying to carry with no teeth and just carrying trying to get a <laughs> fridge down the stairs and it falls on him breaks his back and he was out of work for like a month and we got more fucking work done <laughs> well, in that he was month <laughs> than i have ever i've never worked harder in my entire life uh just because it was like, I feel like it was just the panic. All the, like, all the chefs were working so hard and so fast, and, and we got so much shit done because we weren't afraid. But there was also like this, on the on, on, like you know the, the devil on our shoulder, like he could pop in at any second. You yeah. Know, so oh, keep God. on your own. He's Tell not going to be happy. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be hopped up on opiates for his back. Oh and... shit, dude! When he was gone, I would eat so much cashews, dude. He would be, <laughs> dude. Any restaurant owner, you talk to them about cashews, and they are so stingy with cashews, man, because cashews like are gold. very expensive. Yeah. Uh, so no, pistachios, I right? Like kind pistachios, of... like uh, avocado uh, is very expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, all the shit most like delicious shit. Yeah, all is... the good, good shit. Surprisingly, peanuts, those are like free, apparently. I don't want peanuts. Yeah, they're all over the floor at the Texas Roadhouse. You can yeah. get them anywhere, really. Yeah. Yeah. Go to, a, <laughs> go to a Five Guys. They've got just sacks of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I would eat like rice with chili paste and cashews. And I, I mean, I, I live like a king for that month. It was fantastic. <laughs> Put on 20 pounds. He also bought a Corvette in like 2011. Like an old Corvette? No, a new one. Oh, brand new one. Brand new one. And when I was working there in 2014-15, he's like, I got to get rid of this. It's not practical. Uh, (laughs) And then he was trying to get this lady that worked there, Tina, whose husband uh, was a car guy. He he restored cars for a living. And he's like, hey, do you think like maybe he would know someone that wants this? And he's like, the people that he works with don't want a new Corvette. <laughs> they they want like a classic it. car or like, I mean, no, they've got the budget to afford a okay, car, but yeah. no one wants 
a plastic Corvette. People right. want like a '76 Mustang or something. Yeah, shit some like, like that. old muscle yeah, car. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Like that, yeah. Or like an older Corvette. So he's yeah. yeah, exactly. He struggled trying to get rid of it, and he was so pissed. He was so butthurt about it. I'm like, yeah, I wish I could afford to complain about a car. <laughs> you have the nicest convertible in the fucking world. Was mm. it a convertible though? Uh, I don't know. I never saw it with the top down, so I'm not sure. Hmm. Aren't they? Are they all convertibles? or Are they not? I don't. I don't know. I think I'm sure there's. Those red. Times. We don't know anything about cars. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> shit about cars. Very good. Uh, Rick sounds like a real piece of shit, um, and I'm so sorry. I'm gonna. He was horrible. He would also like. He would. Um, I would have to write my hours down because he would. He would short us on money all the time. Like my checks would be a hundred dollars short all the time, and I'd bring it up, and he'd be like, "Oh, sorry about that," and he'd give me a hundred dollar bill. Just trying to save as much money. Yeah, as you exactly. Could. Yeah, cut, yeah, cut corners. Um, we also, it was the first time I had a job and we had to punch in, right? Yeah. Um, and we had a literal punch in thing. Yeah. Like you put your finger in there, you'd lose it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, it's yeah. like a coal mines yeah, punch yeah, in Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like a token. So it's like when you're in the restaurant, it's like if you don't come back and put it back, we, you're missing. You're dead. <laughs> you know those little coins you put on the board? No, I've never used the, I've always used computers to, to oh, really? check in. Yeah. No, so we just did that and he, we'd punch in and it would it'd be the loudest sound. It'd be like, oh, you know, Stacy's here. She just <laughs> she just clocked in. You'd hear it in the front. Um, but it was some of the best food I've ever had, uh, and they would invite us over all the time. I was in high school, and the, the chefs would like would buy us wine because in Fort in, in like a Thailand, you can drink when you're like eight, so yeah, they're fine with it. Yeah, so they'd buy us wine, um, and we would uh, and they would make us like traditional Thai food that they wouldn't put on the menu, like fish head soup or something that like yeah. no one's gonna order in Twin Falls, Idaho. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is absolutely delicious. All, is the, it all that. Oh yeah. I mean, all that. All that food that you wouldn't really necessarily expect is delicious. But it's a, a dish for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a reason why they make it and eat it and celebrate <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you just make up crazy, crazy foods and try and make white people eat it. Yeah, also. yeah. I think maybe that was part of it. Yeah. They were just trying to fuck with us. It's like, um, yeah, the fish butthole is the most delicious part of the fish. And then at one point, Noi tried to like um, get married to me. Uh, <laughs> So to, she could stay, stay in the country, yeah. That uh, <laughs> that's real sad. <laughs> I mean, I would have, but also um, you could get fucked for that, right? Like, oh yeah, like time. yeah, oh yeah, it's illegal. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not allowed. <laughs> that is against the rules. Well, um, but you know, you're 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 helping out someone. Yeah, exactly. So that would be the shittiest thing to go to jail for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah, I was I, helping a slave. Yeah, I was helping a slave. I was freeing from... a fucking slave. Yeah, you know, you're gonna put me in slavery for this. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. That's, confinement. That's how that works. That's America. It is America. Privatize the prisons. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to make money? Off um, of poor I, there people. is no other way. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think there's any other how way. Gonna make, how am I going to get $4,000 out of two? I'm going to open up a, a private prison. prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prison. I'm going to invest in a private prison. And then I'm going to turn that four into $4 billion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge industry. It's scary. Um, and also, it's, it's kind of like... This this style of like having like Thai people working like this under these conditions is actually fairly common in the United States. I would imagine um, that it happens all the time. Yeah, and it's like this, or in any restaurant, Chinese, whatever. I mean, like you've yeah. got people that can make more money in America than they could in their home country, but still making less than they should. I mean, there's like shit with like uh, cruise lines. They'll hire like people from Honduras and pay right. them like forty cents an hour. But it's because they're on international water. Even though it's an American company, they can still pay them nothing. And yeah, exactly. Treat them like shit. Exactly. Yeah, and so, work them crazy hours. And it just sucks because that happens everywhere, and um, it's it was it was too bad. But I mean, I may, I mean, I still talk to them. Noi and 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 Pteb are now in uh, Texas, 
They're very successful. They're working in a, in a very huge kitchen. Oh, nice. Um, and they're very happy with it, and they're treated very well. So the it's... owner is from Thailand and uh, pays them appropriately. Like, yeah, it's like hard, like helping them escape this cycle of shitty kitchens. Oh, yeah, kitchens. exactly. Yeah. And, the, and the problem is, well, he also, the worst thing is, like, if people, like, refuse, like, if, if, he, if they fought with him, he would, like, he would threaten to deport them because he yeah. helped their visas. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, no, like, that's, like, psychological f- fucking torture. Fear every yeah, day. Fear. Yeah, fear. And that's how he lived off. I mean, he would fire people over text all the time. Um, and he would just get drunk, just piss drunk, and just get mad, and then he'd drive home. <laughs> In his cool car, though. In his cool car, yeah. yeah. To his cool Vikings man cave. Yeah. <laughs> if the cancer doesn't get him, I hope he gets crushed by another fridge. Yeah, that, no, dude, that the, the would make my day. It finishes him off. Um, what, uh, you've got another story, right? You've got, uh, yeah, I do. Um, I, I mean, I could keep going was, about this. I mean, there's was a amazing. lot go. more to go into that. Um, you do, you do what you want. I can cut out what it's I hard just for said. me to like think of things. Cause it was, it was a while ago and, um, I haven't really thought about this in a while. Um, but I, I, um, I, I moved when I, when I started school, I, I went to Montana Yeah, and I got a job at another restaurant there. And this restaurant was like the most amazing restaurant I've ever even stepped foot in. What kind of food? Uh, fine dining. Uh, it was like steaks and you know aiolis and uh... <laughs> <laughs> they got the aiolis. They got <laughs> yeah, the meats. That is Chinese stromboli. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, uh, like I think our, our signature dish was the um, uh, beef Wellington. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So this is this is high class. Oh shit. no! It's it was like white tablecloths. Uh, I was the I, I when I started out busing, I would work. I would get there at three, because it was it was also it's the most Montana Butte thing I've ever seen. Because it was in the daytime, it was a cafeteria style place, like casual, totally like, fine yeah. like place. And then at dinner time was completely transformed. Like there were panels put up. There was like the floor was changed, the music, the lights were changed. What? It was and like it was, a pop up fine dining. Yeah, it would like it would change, and and so like we were closed, so we would be like open from like eleven to two, and then uh, and you were serving like grilled cheese and like. Well, like, no, it was still like the same food. It was just like in smaller portions, and also there's only like one entree or two entrees to choose from. Kind yeah, of you get what you get if you yeah want exactly. Lunch here. Though yeah. it is, it was fantastic, and that's the way to do it if you're ever gonna eat there because it's much cheaper. Yeah. But then we, I would have to transform the whole place. I'd have to get the tablecloths, and I would have to, like, I, it was, I worked my ass off. It was the hardest job I've ever had. I would have to, um, like, completely, we, we, it was a pretty small restaurant. I would say, like, it's maybe, like, the size of the upstairs here. It's, it's yeah. like, a very, we maybe had 20 tables. Yeah, um, it was, like, a, a t- 24 top tables. Yeah. And uh, we would, like, be sold out every night, like, booked. Um, people would come in there for their anniversaries or birthdays and stuff. Was it like the size of like Asiago's downtown or something? I've never been to Asiago's. Um, <laughs> okay. um, is it the size of like uh, 14 buses parked next <laughs> yeah, to each other? No. I would say like maybe like three buses wide, maybe two buses long. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad we're measuring in buses. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the abstract concept of a bus. There's different size buses, I'm pretty sure. And I was just thinking like a Greyhound. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. go Greyhounds. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then I'd work there. I'm um, setting up all of the the shit for the day, you know, all um 
and and we would always I would leave at eleven. So I was working from three to eleven every day. We all had left together. It was a very old school place. The host was the maitre D. They he was the manager. Oh, cool. Um, so the person that seated tables, and if they were busy, he would take drinks, and we all made our own drinks. So it was like a face to the company kind of like. Super, oh yeah, super well, rich, it's yeah. very like that's traditional how it, how it is like French uh, dining is the the host is the person in charge. Right. Um, whereas like the restaurant that be. I work at. Now it's like the host is a sixteen-year-old girl. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Who can we pay the least to yeah, stand yeah, yeah. here? Yeah. Um. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then I did all that. Uh, my boss was the owner, um, and he was the head chef. Um, he trained back east, and he moved here, and he started this whole. Uh, he he moved here in '85, and he was like, "There's no fine dining here," so he started this restaurant. Right. And it was the best food I've ever had in my entire life. I swear to God. That that sounds like the absolute best setup for a restaurant to be. Is like the guy is invested. Yeah, he's invested his money, his yeah. time. It was his the exact opposite yeah. of the place that I had worked previously. Right, like it was the cleanest kitchen I've ever worked in. Uh, and I mean, I'm not trying to say like solid, dirty, but like this was a like meticulously. Right. It looks everything. like a brand new kitchen. Yeah, every day exactly. Now. And it's been open since '85. <laughs> um, fantastic place to work. It was long hours, but I was getting paid eight seventy five. An hour, which is insane because that's the minimum wage for a server in, right. in Montana. Plus, I was making 10% of the tips when I was busing. So on a Saturday night, I'd leave with $200 in my pocket. I was lived within walking distance of this place. And my rent was 300 a month for a two-bedroom apartment uptown. That is fucking amazing. Yeah, I would make <laughs> A my... different time. <laughs> yeah, no. This was back in 43, I want to say. Uh, <laughs> the economy has changed since then. Yeah. Uh, it was the perfect job I've ever had. It was great. But my manager... His name was Dylan. He was the host, the one of the main hosts. Right. And he was, I don't want to like use the, I don't want to say this offensively, but he was kind of like autistic with his meticulousness towards um, serving. He was very like adamant. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of a rude way to say it. But anal in particular. Very anal, but he, he definitely was like on the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, like that was his sole focus. Yeah, like that yeah. was the only thing he knew and was very good at it. Yeah. But he would make me run all over. And like so I had to like reset an entire four-top table with plates and glass and, you know, polished silverware and candle and all this shit within – and I had to do them within a minute like and like set up the entire table and bus like within two minutes. It was insane. It was the hardest job I've ever done. Do they, uh, but I made a lot of money. I don't work in restaurants, but like that's a huge – portion of it is like the turnover like oh turnover. we can... had to get tables cleaned and yeah. put back together because i mean we would we would have to turn tables away every single night because we were full right um so i mean if we happened to have one table that was open and we had someone walk in and it was dirty they would they'd have to wait and they'd go somewhere else so you got to keep people in right but that was that was great my um there was also the day manager who uh she did not like me at all because she said I was too slow at my job. And also I'd only been working there for like six weeks at this time, right. at this point. Um, and it was like my dream job, and I and I really miss that. Um, there's no really good stories there. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. You uh, can just talk, talk about the, the sad loss of your favorite job. <laughs> no, it was. It was very sad because I had to leave um, because I, was, I had lived in, in Butte for a while. And I was dealing with grief at the time. My right. best friend died a few a year before that, and I had finally like gotten over it. Like I had finally like healed and gotten back to normal. Right. And then all of a sudden, I was in this town that surround like in my apartment, surrounded with all the things that like reminded me of how horrible it was. 
like, you know, getting, you know, blackout drunk on weekdays and going to school and like being depressed. And right. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so then I moved and I moved to Boise to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's worked out well. You've, uh, you've really, you seem lighthearted and fun. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to do some comedy in Butte, but there was nothing. Yeah, it doesn't There's, exist. It doesn't exist. You um, moved to the, the, the bountiful comedy land of Boise. But Boise. Well, I mean, honestly, the scene here is fantastic, but you're right. It's Boise. It's not, it's nothing big. The thing about the comedy scene here that seems awesome is that everyone's like, well, actually, not everyone's super supportive. But if you're like a nice person and whatever, like you can get along with everyone pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. feel like everyone's, I mean, and we get comics from all over the globe that, that, that mention how friendly and how great our scene is. Yeah, and the city too. They like oh, the city because it's clean and it, yeah. does, it doesn't smell like piss. And yeah, like I smell. I was walking. I was walking down Boise the other day and I, I smelled piss. And I was like, that's new. I've never. That's <laughs> in here in this town. Not in my town. <laughs> it smells like Seattle up in this bitch. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's just uh, yeah. Usually it's like you're like going down like the darkest alley here and you're like, ooh, lavender. I don't yeah, know why. Right? Why yeah. is what is this fresh fresh laundry? I don't know why. Mm -hmm. You should plug. Uh, diabetes. diabetes for the soul. Yeah. yeah, so I also am a part of the eavesdrop uh, network. Um, yeah, very fancy. I don't know if you've heard of it. Are I've, you familiar? Uh, I, I have not. I've heard of jizz.biz. Jizz.biz. That's how you get there. That's the yeah. easiezest way to go. Jizz.biz. One Z in biz, two in jizz. Uh, yeah, so Diabetes for the Soul, me, Chad, and Dustin talk about nothing uh, for an hour and a half at a time, <laughs> sometimes two. We have guests on, talk about comedy and sad things in politics. <laughs> I, I've I've done the podcast. It is super Yours fun. Yours is one of my favorite episodes, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah, I, absolutely. I thought I fucked it up. Uh, no, no, no. If you're going to listen to an episode of Diabetes for the Soul, I'd recommend Koji's. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah. We're just plugging back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerking each just other Just jerking up. each other <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your podcast is so beautiful. Oh, your dick is so hard right now. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a glorious dick. Um, well, thanks, thanks for being here. Um, I, I don't want to fire you. You don't. I well, don't. fuck off. I don't, I'm quit. What? But you were my, you, <laughs> please. Okay. Well, um, uh, I have to go, I got to go to Thailand soon. <laughs> so I, I, oh. my, my availability is real sketchy. Oh, uh, I thought maybe we, um, if you've got to quit, I guess, um, I have to kill you. Oh, is that That's... like, can you make it quick? Yeah, I'll use your idea of the pigs. Though. Got it. Well, so could we wait a week? Cool. I've got a dentist appointment <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> you don't want to end up looking like Rick. No, I, and I of course it. not. No. Okay, perfect. I'll wait. Uh, thank you for uh, for joining us. And thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, I'll miss you. Thank you. All right. Bye.